Yo. Welcome back to the Week Interview Podcast. It's your host, Sean Stroud. In case you forgot, just slipped your mind or whatever, I hope you had a great, eventful weekend or a great, chill weekend. It really doesn't matter. Um, I had a great, eventful weekend at Anime Dallas. I'll talk about that in a second. But first, let's talk about Monday. How was your Monday? Mondays can be pretty bad sometimes, man. Uh, Today, I just woke up on the wrong side of bed. I, I was feeling a little down yesterday too and it uh did not go away after I slept, but I listened to podcasts throughout the day, Jay Shetty on purpose, um some ear biscuits, Rhett and Link, just some shit to kind of realign my my mind state and what I need to be thinking of and the fact that it's okay that shit's not perfect right now because I don't think shit's perfect for anybody. Even people that have made it still talk about stuff they need to improve on. So, I'm chilling. I feel better. Somehow, I know, it's very surprising. Somehow, I went into work and uh, came out feeling better than when I came, than I went in. That almost never happens. It's almost the exact opposite of that. But, yeah, I came home uh, feeling a little bit better. Feeling a little bit, um, feeling the weight of the world less, but... Anyways, I went to the gym this morning. Got to make it a habit, make it regular. I've been going uh, four times a week. That's my goal. Because of Thanksgiving, because of uh, overtime, they got disrupted a bit. But I didn't let that stop me this morning. I still had my alarm set, 6.10. I woke up. First thought when I woke up, it's cold. You don't need to go to the gym. It's cold. You don't need to go to the gym. Second thought, you, you could get more sleep. You're a little tired. You don't need to go to the gym today. Third thought, fourth thought, so on, so on. But I just stayed awake long enough that I thought, nah, man, if you don't go today, you're going to lose that day. You're never getting that day back. You got to go today. You got to keep going or you're not going to see progress because that's what that's what we all want. That's why we go to the gym. Progress. And I'm pretty sure I can speak for everybody when I say that. And the only way that you get progress, the only way to make progress is to go over and over and over and over and over again. It builds up. Uh, it's a progression. That uh, It's not instant. You can't go once. You can't go one time this week and one time next week, random ass days, and expect it to be a uh, linear progression, which I don't think, I don't think it's a linear progression in the first place, just how working out works. But anyway, that's how I've had to uh, guilt myself into going, basically. Like most mornings, I, I normally don't wake up ready to get up and go to the gym, but same same shebang today. I guilted myself into going. It 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 it, t- it takes a lot less time now. At least I get up, got ready, headed to the gym, did my thing. Good start to the week. Good start to the week. But as I pulled into the parking lot, I was reminded of the bullshit that I went through last week that I'm about to tell you about. I uh, did my normal thing today. The same thing I did last week. Same thing I do every time I go to the gym. I work out go to my car, and I drive to the edge of the parking lot and just chill for like 10, 15 minutes because the gym is like right down the street from my work. So there's no reason for me to go anywhere. I don't want to just pull up at work and sit up there. So I sit in the gym parking lot, and then I leave. This day, I had pulled in, did the same thing, pulled out, parked, just chilling, sitting in my car, listening to music, hitting my uh, vaporizer, just chilling. 
Then the normal time comes, about 7.50. I turn on my car to get ready to leave. As I turn on my car to get ready to leave, I notice that a cop car, probably just patrolling the fucking neighborhood, not doing shit, has pulled in behind me and is like parked parallel, or not parallel, I'm sorry, perpendicularly to where I'm parked. A little bit of ways away, but close enough that it's obvious that he's eyeing me and trying to see what I'm doing. At this point, I feel weird for pulling away because now it seems like, hey, I'm up to something. God damn it, they pulled up here. I need to go now, uh, which sucks, but I'm on a uh, time constraint. I needed to get to work by 7.57. It was already 7.50. I had to leave now, so I went, I left, exited the parking lot, looked in the rear view, didn't see any black and white, didn't see any red and blue. We're good. Pull up to the end of uh, Town East. To turn left on Gus Thomason, I got behind somebody, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I was the first at the light to go. Uh, the light is yellow, flashing, yellow, flashing. I don't go. And then it's green, green solid. So I go, I take the left. I keep driving forward down the road like I normally would. Not speeding or anything, because, I, like I said, it's right down the road. I never even speed going down this this drive I'm normally under it people end up going around me a lot of times but I saw that this cop was behind me miraculously he wasn't behind me in the left turn lane he wasn't he didn't follow me straight from the gym but somehow he fucking got his ass like right up behind me and this dude was riding my ass and I was not even doing the speed limit so I just completely let off the gas like what what the fuck do you want from me type shit and then he turned his lights on and, and pulled me over like it was really fucking evident he was about to dude was really probably just sitting on my ass waiting for me to gun it like a mustang would so that he can tack something else on to whatever bullshit he's about to do but uh anyways he turned his light on pulls me over comes over i know the drill i've been, <laughs> i've been <clears throat> this is not my first rodeo i've been pulled over Quite a few times. So I already had my license out. I was already looking up for my insurance shit on my phone. I showed him. Or he, he came over. I rolled down my window. I had my license ready. He told me that he pulled me over. Take a guess. Take a guess. I bet you a million dollars you would never guess what the fuck I'm about to say that he pulled me over for. I'm going to give you five seconds. It's like those VHS videos. Those pause and talk about it as a class now. Here you go. Here's your five seconds. All right. Two, three, four, five. You have your guess locked and loaded and submitted. This motherfucker said, "All right, I, I the reason I stopped you is because you didn't signal your left turn or, or, or earlier." So I said to him, "You have to signal a left turn from a left turn lane." He said, "Yeah, man, you, you got to signal the turn." And they took my shit, went back to the car. Left turn. I did not signal the left turn from a left turn lane, even though I had a green motherfucking arrow. I didn't have my blinker on, so it wasn't safe. I, I might have fucking... I, I, someone might have not known and have gunned it, even though I had a green arrow. Might, someone might not have known, I guess, but he fu he fucking takes my shit back to his car. And... um This cop, dude, I, I'm gonna... This is what I've been telling everybody, bro. He looked like the fucking... 35 year old virgin like ginger hair 
real nice and neat cut around the top. He had like a goatee, real thin around his chin, uh, steel like wire rim uh, aviator glasses pushed up real nice and high. He had like a, a mustache, not quite a handlebar, but right under that, about as much as the, the as much as his deputy would let him get away with, uh, sitting above that fucking goatee. Like this dude looked like he had never been laid, and he was getting all his pent up aggression and um, fucking inferiority complex out through this job. That's why he picked it. But anyway, he went back with my shit. His buddy comes up, his his partner or whatever. He looks like a Navy SEAL fucking recruit. You know, it's like I'm in a Call of Duty game again in the barracks, and they're, he, he's, he's wearing a beanie rolled up nice and tight, and uh, it was cold outside, so he had his big black down jacket on that said police on it. Like he was about to go bust the house open when this motherfucker is sitting here pulling over people for not signaling left turns. His, his fucking buster-ass partner comes up, and asked me, so so where are you going? Where are you you're on your way from work? I said no, I'm on my way to work. I'm texting my boss right now that I'm gonna be late. He said oh okay okay. Looks at my car says, so does this thing go fast? I look him in dead in the face and I say it's stock man. Like. Why the fuck are you up here asking me these bullshit-ass questions, bro? Like, I said, it's stock. Is it V6 or V8? V6. And I think he gathered from the tone of my voice that I wasn't wanting to play his fucking game. So he said, my partner will be back with your, your information in a second. Just hold tight. All right. Thank you, sir. I fucking dickwad. Oh, my gosh, bro fucking bullshit man the, the, the other cop comes back says all right I'm not, I'm not gonna cut you a ticket this time i mean i make the mistake same mistake all the time but and this was his explanation but when when you come up to when you came up to the light you stopped and you didn't signal that turn and you, you gotta signal that turn man you know why it stopped because it was not fucking clear to go it was a yellow arrow bl- blinking at first and the dude in front of me had clear passage to go but i didn't so i did stop at the fucking light when I was supposed to stop. And then when it was green, I went. Didn't think I needed to let anybody know that I was making a left turn from the fucking left lane because it should be plenty goddamn obvious. He says that. He's, he says, I'll let you go this time. I make the same mistake. Oh, well, thank thank goodness, you fucking saint. Thank you so much. And uh, then he tells me that I need to put my license plate on the front of my car. I've driven around since then looking at cars that don't have that shit now. I hope he pulls over every ugly goddamn piece of shit fucking Tesla with the bin-ass, dumb, curvy-looking bumper in the front that th- that doesn't have a license plate either. I hope all those r- fucking white-privileged motherfuckers get pulled over and have to deal with the same bullshit because they don't have a license plate either. And I hope they write a fucking email to Elon Musk and take him, uh, distract him from destroying Twitter. <laughs> Just give him something else to worry about and have to make a workaround. He'll, he'll like, etch the license plate number into each and every car or some shit. Anything for him to not conform to uh, every other car. But what, what I'm getting at is it's bullshit, bro. You don't pull a car. How many times have you pulled a car over from the front, you dumb cunt? You didn't pull me over from the front. You pulled me over from the back where my shit is displayed full and fucking bright for everybody to see. 
All right? I have my license plate in the windshield. That should be fine, bro. You know how many... I've passed at least fucking 20 cars on my way to work with the same fucking shit. So, just dumbass fucking pigs got to make me sad... Got to try to make me feel bad that I have something nice, that I have a car that I'm kind of proud of. Not proud enough to wash it. I am still lazy. <laughs> but it, it's a nicer car. Got to make me feel like shit because they have to drive around that stupid... Well, honestly, that cruiser's kind of nice, honestly. It's not like they drive around one of those old Malibus or whatever. They got the Chargers, but still, man, just got to assert their dominance for no fucking reason. And that was on maybe Tuesday, so that was the start of my week. And I, I was having a really good day before that. And then I got into work. Aiden is going to be a cop. He's he's about to go into cop school or whatever. That's his whole shebang. So I made sure to talk a bunch of shit to him. Let him know how I feel about his uh, brothers in service. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. I need some water, man. Stay hydrated, y'all. bullshit man it really is shit pisses me off and i know that not all cops are bad i'm sure there are some cops that are good and and really what i think it is these cops were new and they're the one of them was like all right this we're gonna pull this guy over all right have your hand on the have your hand on the pistol but have the safety on and uh if you're trying to pull the taser make sure you actually pull the fucking taser and don't shoot him i don't know if y'all saw that video or not Lady was yelling, taser, 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 while she was shooting this this person. Uh, yes, she was a cop. I'm sure there are some good cops, yo, but I, uh, I've i not ran into them. You, you know, the cop that I consider good was the one that let me off with a warning. That, that's, that's, that was the nice cop. That was a good cop because he seemed like a hard ass from his demeanor and his stature and the way he talked and everything. Let me off with a warning. Thank you, sir. You you made my trip, honestly, because that would have ruined my trip down to Austin. But when it comes to these dudes who are just, like, dicking around, like, dude, surely you have something better to do. Anyway, anyway, get off that. Get off that. <sighs> One show that I don't think is ever going to end is The Walking Dead. I saw something about a finale earlier, so let me look up. TWD ending? Question mark? Series finale explained. Okay. Oh my gosh. Series finale. That's crazy. That show did end. If you if you aren't familiar with The Walking Dead, then uh, maybe you weren't alive during the mid-2000s, like 2012, 2014. Uh, it was huge. I definitely fell into the craze. Pretty sure Mesley put me onto that. I watched every season and I was caught up. And then, all right, here's some, here goes some spoilers. Eventually, they killed off my favorite characters, Eugene and Glenn. And I stopped watching. I stopped watching shortly after that. Also, because it wasn't on streaming services, I had to look it up. And that got old. But I I got tired of it. It was the same thing kind of over and over again. They were running out of creativity, it felt like, and I just, I remember feeling about that show, feeling so excited when I first watched it. I would look up interviews, and I would look up, how many seasons are there going to be? Because there were maybe four seasons at the time, and I was catching up, or caught up. 
I, I was curious because I knew the comics were big, and I remember seeing an interview, or maybe it was it was a not a video but an article interview or some shit. But they said that they could go on for ten or twelve seasons, and at the time. I thought, yippee, I hope it goes on forever. There's no such thing as too much of a good thing. Oh, oh, uh, what, fuck, what's the word? Not modest. Oh, uh, cl- not clever. What? What's, damn it, he's not gullible. Shit, it'll come to me. Oh, poor little, poor young Sean, how, how you were too naive, that's it. Oh, naive young me. How how you have so much to learn. Um, two seasons later, I uh, have stopped watching the show. And then three seasons later, I'm, I'm sitting back wondering, when is this bullshit going to end? I'm hearing about other main characters dying and, and all this shit. And apparently, it finally has. So maybe I don't have that much shit to talk. So rest in peace to The Walking Dead. Maybe I'll go back and watch it someday. Who knows? I, um... It was good while it lasted. It did what it needed to. It got me into uh, dramatic type shows. I can't remember if I watched it before or after Breaking Bad, but I think Breaking Bad definitely holds up more. I am I'm on season two, maybe episode four of Breaking Bad, just rewatching it, and it's pretty great, man. Uh, just cool to be able to pick up on all the little things that I didn't necessarily get the first time. And then I'm going to try to watch uh, Better Call Saul after that all the way through. Even though it is a prequel, I feel like it's better to watch it in the way that it was aired. Uh, just to get just to get the experience the way that Vince Gilligan uh, intended. Or at least that I think he did. Anyway, this, this week I also woke up feeling fucking horrible. Uh, um, this was the day after I got pulled over. I, I woke up feeling like ass, bro. There, there was uh, two days left to work. I needed to just fucking get through it. I needed to wake up and go to work. And even though I felt like very, very frail, very weak, that's the best way to describe it. I woke up feeling warm, which is not normal. I normally wake up feeling cold and sweaty, but I woke up feeling warm and that feeling persisted throughout the day. Uh just felt horrible, but I needed to get those hours in because I there's no way I was going to miss out on overtime hours. If I woke up on a Saturday to come up to work, I'm getting paid the extra fucking Saturday money. There's I can't waste that because I don't feel good. So that whole day I was working and just feeling like death, just trying to make it through, make it through the shift. I got home and I'd been telling myself all day, I'm going to get home and I'm just going to go the fuck to sleep. I'm going to hibernate, pass out. Let my body and my cells just fight the fuck out of whatever this is. Give them full control because if if I'm moving around, my my cells are like making that shit happen. But if I'm asleep, nothing's moving. They can full force just fuck up whatever's happening. It's kind of like in an anime or or a movie superhero movie when a superhero is trying to fight someone and uh, someone weaker's in the way, and they finally realize, maybe I should just step out of this battle and let them wipe the floor with them and not have to worry about me. So that's what I did. Got home. I ate. Went to sleep. I slept for probably 12 hours, man. (laughs) I slept for maybe six or seven, woke up, smoked a bowl, got a drink of water, went back to sleep, woke up for work, and I felt better. So, hey, if you're feeling like shit, man, maybe try to get a lot of sleep because it seemed to work for me. 
I, I did want to make sure that I ate first, though, to give myself plenty of energy, give myself plenty of uh, plenty of ammo to fight whatever the fuck was going on. Woke up feeling better. Was also a huge relief because Anime Dallas was coming up. There's no fucking way I was going to miss that, bro. If I was sick, if I was dying on my last legs, if I had to pull up in a fucking walker, I was going to pull up to Anime Dallas. The walker probably would have made it easier to carry my luggage around anyways, but that's a, that's another story for later on. Um, or maybe right now, because I don't think I did shit Wednesday. Wednesday, I just worked and got out. I felt better, so that was that. Uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving... Nothing too much happened. Uh, Poppy came over. Nana and Papa came over. It's always great to see them. Good to see Poppy. I really, I've just been, I need to go over there more, man. I really do. And I've been telling myself that for months. And I don't know what is going to get me to go over there. But I need to find something. Uh, Maybe that'll be a good distraction from the shit that I'm just plagued thinking about. Maybe that's what I should do. But. I keep telling myself that. I've been telling myself that. So, for once, he actually came to me. That was, <laughs> that was pretty nice. DJ was over too. I was surprised by that, but it was pretty cool. I, I really like DJ, man. I, earlier, I mean, when I was younger, our relationship was a little different. He's my uncle, my dad's younger brother. He he was kind of the like rebel of the group he, or of the boys. He was the youngest, definitely the most. Um, the most 2000s, if that makes sense. Uh, my dad looks like an older dude, and so does his. So do his brothers. And then DJ looks like he's a, a, a younger generation. That's the only the best way I could explain it. But he he used to be kind of like a like a I don't know, not aggressive, but just like pick pick on me a little bit. Go would be a little bit more uh, back and forth. But now it's like we're pretty chill. I can make DJ laugh. DJ makes me laugh. We can find shit to talk about. It's pretty cool. I, I like our relationship. And they were all over. Had good food. Pompey brought a ham. That was the best part because ham is better than turkey. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you to, or to remind you because it's something we all know deep down inside. If we're talking about a meal, if we're talking about a dinner, ham is better than turkey, bro. It's not dry as fuck. It's uh, nice and savory. It can be sweet, too, if it's cooked right. The way Nana does it, she puts brown sugar on it, I'm pretty sure, and then pineapples all over it, and then bakes it. That's the fucking bomb, bro. Turkey, I... My dad's a pretty badass uh, meat smoker. I'd I'd credit him to that. I'm pretty sure he smoked a turkey last year, and it was still dry. And this dude is the master of meats. Arby's could learn a thing or two from... (laughs) from this dude's uh the tamale meat that he's made mom before the smoked pork and whatnot i don't think there's a way that you can make turkey that that it's not just like dry and you don't like you're not stuck trying to draw moisture to your mouth afterwards that's why people serve it with so much gravy but even with that man it's still not not on uh, ham's level and i've said this before i'll say it again I will give turkey the point when it comes to lunch meat. Turkey is the superior lunch meat. Ham is not, you can't rely on it. Some pieces are too salty. Some pieces have weird, like, lines in the middle. Turkey, always solid cuts, always just a clean taste all the way through. It's the way to go. But um, Thanksgiving dinner was great. 
Everything was good. If I have one complaint that I'll draw forward, mom's in here at the right time, of course. It's uh, There was no pecan pie this year. That's the thing I look forward to every year. Maybe Christmas, huh, Mom? You think think we'll get lucky? She said the chicken, I don't know if we could hear it or not. She said the chickens don't have enough eggs, so that's the reason that there was only enough for uh, chocolate pie. I think it's because we're losing chickens, isn't it? Aren't they dying? We need to replenish? You think You think they're not producing like they were because of the cold maybe? Uh maybe they're depressed. They I mean chickens have been dying. I don't know. I don't know if their emotional uh intelligence goes that deep. <laughs> no. They are like raptors. They just uh I didn't know they were so vicious. There, there's a whole process to introducing new chickens into the pack. You have to make it like a space in the middle where they can chill out and eat the food. And so the other pre-existing chickens will know that, hey, these chickens are chickens too. They're not just shit for us to fuck up because we're already here. And then kind of like you have to um, introduce them into their uh, ecosystem or and whatnot. So it's pretty interesting i had no idea that it went that deep uh they're pretty they'll, they'll also eat anything you put in front of them it's it's kind of cool honestly and they're not that annoying sometimes they're kind of annoying i think the annoying one died though I, i'm on to be honest which i'm not i'm not happy about i'm smiling thinking about it right now but it is kind of sad that that chicken died and if i had to choose between hearing that sound maybe twice a week and it being around and versus right now that chicken would be back plus it looked cool it was it was definitely my my assumption of what happened there was a hawk fucked a chicken and that's the egg that came out because it had a big ass face compared to the rest of the chickens they called it big head rest in peace big head rest in peace fancy feet that was a, that was the one that looked like a seagull fucked a chicken it had uh, a lot more feathers and feathers that went down to its feet too which Honestly, probably the reason it died from heat exhaustion. Um, that's just natural selection, bud. There's not much I can say about that. The uh, long story short, Thanksgiving was pretty great. <laughs> no complaints at Thanksgiving, minus the pecan pie. But I'll keep my fingers crossed for Christmas. We'll see. I don't know. Thanksgiving, uh, with that out the way, Friday started. I had everything packed, everything ready to go for Anime Dallas. And honestly, I was a little antsy. I just wanted something to do to kill the time so that I wasn't sitting around waiting. So Movie Trading Co. had a Black Friday sale. They opened a little early. They opened at 9. It was from 9 to noon. I pulled up around 10, was checking stuff out. And, of course, I don't know if I've said this yet, but Sugar Percussion, the the people I've been wanting to buy a snare from for forever, uh, like... I've followed them for many years at this point. They're just, they're on, honestly my dream or my goal has been for a minute uh, to buy one of their drums, and they've been having sales recently. So like last week they did, um, it wasn't necessarily a sale. They just made the drums out of special wood that they had laying around, so it was all mahogany stuff. It looked really nice, but 
it was the same price as regular drum. And the only spe- like the only sale special part about that for me would be that it's like a special wood, which uh, I don't really know. I can't really tell the difference on the wood of snares. I'm not that proficient. I'm not that much of an aficionado. Not that uh, not that much of a snare snob. But I was keep I, I keep I'm sorry. Let me recollect myself. But I kept watching the sales, and I had the uh, my his post notification turned on. So Friday, I get a post notification at ten when I'm driving to Movie Trading Co. Uh, that he's posted for sale. And so I check it out. I look at the drums posted, and I thought it was going to be like last week where he posted 10, the drums available, and then at 10, 10, it would be the first drum, and then you'd comment. The first person who commented would get it. Then at 10, 20, he'd do the next one, and so on and so forth. That was not the case. I didn't realize that until like a minute into reading the post because I was driving. This was first come, first serve, all three drums all at once. And when I had first clicked on the post, there was only a comment for the second drum, which was a thousand dollars. And it was it wasn't cheaper. It was actually just a different model. Instead of fourteen by six, it was fourteen by seven. So it was a little deeper. Probably makes like a a, a hollower sound. I'm, I wouldn't be the one to ask. Google probably would be the one to ask. That that was the only one, only one uh, claimed. But then when I had gone back to look at it again, and maybe say that I wanted one of the drums number one was claimed and number three was claimed number one was a cherry snare that was a hundred dollars off the original price which would have been a thousand I saw it was claimed and loudly proclaimed fuck in the car because that was that was it that was a hundred dollars off that was maybe the best deal I'll get on that snare and fuck that was it but it does say on the post that if they are unable to pay or they end up something falls through with it, it'll go to the next person who claimed the drums. So I say mine won just to claim it just in case something happens. Go on about my day. I It, it is what it is. I didn't really think too much about it because I was already at Movie Trading Co. anyways. Walking around looking at records. Not really finding much, honestly. There was one record I found. I ended up getting uh, Grand Funk. It just looked cool. It was an all-red record with the, I guess, the three dudes who play on the record kind of painted in white on it, just jamming out. It looked cool. It was called Grand Funk, so had to pick that one up. But while I'm looking, trying to make full use of the sale going on, I get a message from Sugar Percussion. And I read it, and here, I'll go ahead and open it just to do it full justice. Because that's one thing I've liked about this dude. One of the reasons that I've steadily followed the account is because I like the way he words stuff. His posts are always very thoughtful, I feel. And I really like when I can read something that is meant for business, meant to convey a message. And it'll still make me chuckle just because of the dry wit or humor in it. And um, I've always liked his delivery. But anyways, he said, hey there. It looks like someone was hovering at 8 a.m. for that first one, and it sold right away. I'd be happy to build you one at the same price if you'd like. I read that, and my face got hot. I started smiling. I was like, no way. Told him, that would be amazing, sir. And then he sent me the information on how to purchase and everything. And the long and short of it is, I bought a fucking snare. I bought a snare that I've been waiting to buy for a long-ass time, and I'm excited 
for I don't know when it's going to get here. I'm doing the payment plan for now, and I'm going to pay it off in full at some point in the future. Just because it is $950 in total, that's a big chunk of change to just fucking dole out right now, especially with all the Christmas gifts and whatnot. But I'm uh I'm I'm pretty fucking hyped, dude. That's um something I've been looking forward to for a while. So he was very very generous. I was very uh gracious and very thankful. I tried to be. Uh, express my gratitude because god damn man that's the fact that he would do that for no reason i mean he he already sold the one that he said was 900 bucks there, there's no reason he's losing money that's the only reason that's the only thing out of it for him is he has to make another drum for cheaper uh, and at the end of it he said my pleasure uh, all right sean let's get started on your new circle and I really think that's where the passion of it comes in, and that's where you, I can recognize at least that he, uh, he, that's he's a creator. He he makes music. He understands that this is something. I'm not buying this drum so that I can go like make someone else's life worse. The only reason anyone buys one of these drums is because it's a passion. It's it's something that we care about. It's something that or someone else that you know cares about and you want to get them a drum but there's i don't think there's ever like an ill reason to buy something like this it, and, and especially at such a big price point uh, it's clearly something that we care about so i think that's why he he gets that and is sympathetic when it when it's a case like this but regardless i'm very thankful and that definitely was a great way to start off my weekend um one second Man, my uh, mouth is dry like a fucking hoisted anchor. Dad stopped, uh, or I'm sorry, Mom stopped buying water bottles because Dad said to stop buying water bottles, and it's a it's a horrible thing. Let me tell you, I uh, I I much prefer bottled water because I'm a germaphobe, and if my waddles in, my waddles in a bottle. If my water is in a bottle, then I know that I can put the cap on and tighten it, and no one's going to fucking touch that shit. Nothing's going to get in it. But if water is in a glass like it was sitting in front of me just now, who knows what the fuck is falling in this shit, what dust and particles and hair and I don't know. That's the, that's the thing. I don't know that what, what all gross shit is falling into this water. And that's just while I'm looking at it. If I walk away... Samson could come over here and snip a fucking sneak a fucking drink out of it. He's been known to do that. He might spill it on my desk. There's a whole plethora of problems that could that arise. Uh, I can't bring a glass of water to the gym. I'm definitely not doing that. I guess I need to find my hydro flask again, man. It's been in, it's been retired for a while, but it might be time to bring it back, put it back out on the field. I um. Ordered it a while back when I was working out. And it's actually not my first Hydro Flask. Wait, no, 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 I'm sorry. It is my first Hydro Flask. I'm thinking of my um, my shaker bottle that I sacrificed. That was a that was quite a story. Oh, my gosh. I'll go ahead and recount it for you, and then we'll get into Anime Dallas. Basically, me and Aiden were skating around the park that near my apartment when I lived in Dallas. And I had hopped off my skateboard, or maybe I fell off it because I sent it kind of going behind me. 
but I just kind of let it go. I figured it hit a curve and stop or something. Anyway, I'm facing Aiden. The skateboard's going behind me. And he says, Sean, Sean, and then points. So I turn around to see my skateboard heading into a fucking storm drain. And it's on its way. I The distance between me and the skateboard is pretty large. I start running towards it, but I realize I'm not going to make it close enough to grab it or knock it out of the way or whatever. So without thinking, while I'm running towards this storm drain, I just instinctively chunk my shaker bottle that I had in my hand at my skateboard, and it perfectly goes inside the storm drain and kind of scrapes that outline edge and knocks my skateboard wheels out of the storm drain as they start to teeter in. The skateboard rolls away, undamaged, safe for another moment. The shaker cup, however, the shaker bottle was forsaken. I, um... I mourned its loss, and then later that evening, I ordered another one on Amazon for eight ninety five. So saving my skateboard for eight ninety five, pretty damn good. No, my Hydro Flask, I still have. It's got some dents from. Uh, well, I I made made one of them in Chicago, so I guess that's a nice memory for for a dent to have. Uh, it's probably somewhere at Poppy's. Honestly, I'll find it. I need something. Uh, water is crucial. You need to stay hydrated. All right you take nothing else from me take that you need to stay hydrated friday all right i have all my shit packed pull up to anime dallas it is not in the airport this time a lot easier to get to it, it was like a 20 minute drive just downtown dallas easy as fuck pull up to the big parking lot pulled up next to kevin we got there around the same time our hotel room was actually ready pretty early so that was nice got all my stuff out of my car and you know how i am man i had to get everything in in one trip and I don't always pack in the most efficient way to make that happen. But I make it happen. So I get all my stuff loaded in the way I need to. Start carrying my ship. We make it across. Make it up to our rooms. It's a pretty nice room. Pretty big. Two beds. Nice view, too. I That view was pretty nice. I don't really appreciate things like that. I saw Michael sitting down there looking out of it several times. He was very, very enthralled in that. And, and when we went up to Kevin and Ricardo's room, too. They had a pretty nice view, and Michael took advantage of that, too. They had a nice little couch in front of it. It was kind of like a, almost like the therapist couch that you'd have to lay on. Um, but Michael kept laying on it and crossing his hands behind his back and looking out at the view and saying, now it hits. Now, this is how you got to look at this view. <laughs> really making the most out of it. It was pretty cool. Um, Friday we got there. We didn't really do too much. What did we eat? Let me see. What are we? We walked to this place called Twisted Trompo, which I'm saying it that way on purpose. I said it the most white way possible because it is one of these gentrified Mexican places. It's Twisted Trompo. It's not twist. It's not Twisted Trompo. It's it's Twisted Trompo. Uh, went in there. I got the quesadilla. It was pretty good. I got the pastor. Let, actually, let me not cap. It was all right. Uh, any taqueria you go into is gonna be better, man. And when I said that. My friends acted like like that was like a prudist statement to say, like an elitist thing to say, when really I feel like it's the opposite. I'm saying I could go to any like corner store and get tacos better than this. And they're saying, well, you can't expect much from like a Dallas place. And 
I don't think that's the way we should look at it, man. If we give them that... If you look at it that way already, then you're kind of setting them up to be okay for mediocre. Does that make sense? I I feel like tacos are tacos. We should hold them to taco standards, not... Oh well, this this ain't this isn't a real taco place, so you can't expect too much. Like, no, they should. I feel that they should be aiming to, um, what's the word? To surprise me, to, to blank my expectations. To what is it? To exceed my expectations. Anyway, they did not. They it was about what I expected, but it wasn't expensive. That's one thing I will say. I expected it to be pretty expensive. The quesadilla was about the same as what it'd be at the taqueria. The tacos, though. I saw that it was three street tacos and beans for 10 bucks. Fuck out of here, bro. Hell no. I'll go down to a taqueria and get a dollar, a taco for a dollar any day. You you got me fucked up. I, there's no way I was doing that. So I got the quesadilla. It was all right. We walked back. And what what I was really looking forward to on Friday was the, the party, bro. The dance. As the same thing I was looking forward to at uh, Akon. The, the same thing that really made my Anime Dallas the first time. That really made it a great experience. So I was looking forward to it. We were It was getting close to that time. We were getting fucked up. Getting drinks in us. Getting uh, other substances in us. And then we went down. All hyped up. I was not in my... Uh, oh yeah, I cosplayed as dingy during the day. I Eileen re- redid the eye patch for me. It was pretty cool. I actually almost lost it before I got to even wear it, but I found it. It's all good. Uh, It was pretty cool. Someone actually asked to take a picture with me, which I was pretty surprised about because I'm going to be honest, the cosplay was not that great. Um, Michael, the first thing he said to me was, I can't really tell you're dingy, man. I was like, that's cool. I I, I already had all of those clothes. The only thing I had to buy was the Pochita plush, and that's a plush, dude. I get to keep that now, and it just looks fucking cool, so I'm... No hard feelings there either way. It was literally just all old clothes. But someone actually did take a picture with me. Kind of made my day. I'm not going to lie. But anyway, I had taken my stuff off. I was in different clothes. I changed just, not just for this, to go out and eat too. But I had changed for this. We were ready. We walked in. Crickets. There was like 10 people there. Which, if you were listening to the Anime Dallas uh episode originally from way back that's how it was at that dance too and we made the most of it we had a great time but the difference this time two of those 10 people were 10 year olds they were little ass kids with their parents standing three feet away recording their little fucking Fortnite dances and while that's fine if it's maybe i'm i see i brought this up to eileen and eileen's like she loves kids. She she said, that sounds cute. That sounds adorable. No, that ruined the vibe for everybody. And I guess the conclusion I came to was, that's kind of on the parents, bro. The kids are going to do whatever they want to for as long as the parents let them. But I think it's on the parents to recognize, all right, this thing goes from 10 to 1 a.m. Maybe we dip out around 1030 and kind of let, let everybody else have their fun. Because the, the, the majority of people that go to this are teenage or older, I would say. I would like to say probably 17, 18 or older, but who knows? Uh, the kids are going to ruin the vibe, bro. The parents should be aware of that. They should withdraw them out. We pulled up around 11. They they were still 
hitting the gritty. They were still getting uh, getting sturdy. I don't know what the fuck Fortnite dances are. They, they they were ruining the vibe. That's all I know. We we stayed there for a minute. Kevin and them weren't really feeling it. Kevin and company. That's a funny. Kevin and company weren't really feeling it, so we all went back up. Ended up watching SpongeBob, just chilling. And I was so fucked up and crossfaded that I had a great night. It didn't really matter. Woke up Saturday, straight chilling. This this was the day I was going to... Can you hear this dog lapping up water? Oh my gosh, dude. It sounds like her tongue is a foot long, just straight shoveling this shit into her mouth. That's probably why she's taking so many so many laps of the water is because most of it probably just sloshes off to the side she doesn't get she gets probably a quarter of what she portions out for herself every fucking drink she takes but moving on (laughs) Um, Saturday was the day I'd planned to dress up as Ichigo from Bleach I'd gotten the mask from Julian printed out and everything I'd taken the time to paint it during the week I'd even paint fucked up painting it and luckily, the paint was washable that I had used for that part. So I just washed it off. It was all good. I was ready to go. Had my swords, had my robe. I had the thing to tie my robe together this year. Forgot it last year. I was uh, I was dressed up. And then no one else was, really. Uh, Michael wasn't. Kevin didn't. And Johnny did. And I think Ricardo did. But I had pulled up to the Kevin and Ricardo's room. We were getting ready. They were finishing up before we were about to go out. And... Their counter was just completely full of food and alcohol and drinks and empty stuff and trash. So there's really nowhere for me to put my sword or my mask. I, w- I didn't really want to hold it because we were sitting there chilling. They were getting ready. We might have had to chill a minute. So I set my sword down, leaned it up against something. And then I found a, a spot that was kind of already covered with bags and stuff on the bed. And I set my mask on top of like someone's, uh, I, th- I think Ricardo's bag, on top of his bed. In a place where I thought was visibly very obvious where it was so that nothing would happen. And I sat down, I started, I think we had pizza for lunch. So I started eating pizza and just getting ready, just chilling, getting ready for the day. Kevin and Michael leave. Ricardo's finishing up getting ready. We're about to head out. So I get up, start to get ready to go, and I go to find my mask. I look on the bed. It's not where I put it. It's off to the side a little bit. I pick it up. The back part of it is snapped off. It is broken. I uh, it, I try to put it on my head, and it's not staying now because the piece is broken off. And I can't, can't lie to you. I, I was a little upset. I just sat down for a second. I think I took another, another shot or two after that. And I just thought about what I was going to do. I didn't want to sit in Kevin and Ricardo's room and pout, so I I just kind of went back to my to me and Michael's room. I put on some music. I, I smoked a little bit, and I just tried to chill out. Just try to not be upset about what happened. And I really just thought about giving up. Like, giving up for the day, just staying in and not doing anything, just calling it. Like, uh, yeah, I guess I guess that's how it's going to be today. Just gonna, just gonna be okay with this, I guess. That sucks. Oh well. Guess next year. Guess I'll do something next year. And I was about to be okay with that, but then I thought, no, no. You, you Julian printed this out. You painted this. There was a lot of work. 
You haven't even gotten to take a fucking picture in it yet, dude. There's no proof that you even tried to do this at all. You need to you need to do, do something. So I, I finally got myself together, finished moping around, went downstairs, and there was this place called Con Ops that I thought might have, or at least information of where I could go to find some shit to fix this. So I go in and I ask, do you guys have like super glue or something that I could fix this with? And the the nice girl that was working the station points to the right, and I see just a counter of super glue, hot glue, tape, everything. And she just goes to list off. Yeah, we've got fabric glue, we've got super glue, we've got hot glue, we've got duct tape, masking tape. Just she she just lists off everything. And so I'd clearly come to the right place. I sat down and began the long 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 process of trying to fix this fucking mask because super glue was not working i think honestly i think their super glue just sucked because i had already super glued a smaller piece that it snapped off back on with some dads and it was easy i'd never had to worry about it again it stayed i think their super glue fucking sucked which i'm not mad about because it was free so i beggars can't be choosers but a nice dude even came over and helped and that that guy spent at least uh, 40 minutes with me trying to help me salvage this. Just because that glue wasn't working, we tried putting a piece of duct tape under it to hold it together so the glue would stick. The super glue was not fucking working. I spent maybe 40 minutes on that super glue, and it just was not going to pan out. And so I asked, do you know how to, how to fucking hot glue something? Because w- would that work? I've never done that before. What do you think? The guy, probably willing to try just about anything at this point, said, yes, that'll work, that'll work. So we stood over there, and it took maybe three or four or five fucking coatings of hot glue. But that shit stuck together, and it finally wouldn't wiggle around anymore. And I put it on my face, and it fucking stayed. And I said, thank you so much. I shook the dude's hand, and I went on with my day. And I don't think I made it. 10 steps out of the con ops place before someone asked to take a picture with me. It was a dude dressed as Kirito. I made sure I got a picture with him too on my phone. And then this dude dressed up as Joker got a picture with me. And it really, it made it worthwhile. I felt that I I, I fixed it and everything, even though I could have just said, fuck it and stayed in the hotel room. And I probably would have had a good time just chilling in the hotel room. But I, you, it's anime Dallas. I'm not going to have this experience every week weekend so I gotta make the most of it and then I was walking around for a little bit I met up with Kevin and them because they were at a um, what is it they were at a panel about sumo wrestling that shit was pretty cool I did not really think too much of it but watching dudes fucking run into each other and smack around and try to push each other out of a ring was pretty cool the announcer was uh, he, he was a lesson to me in either confidence or humility he was he was in one of the sumo get-ups that they wear i did not catch the name of it so i'm gonna say a diaper i'm not trying to be disrespectful he was in a sumo diaper and nothing else and just announcing to the crowd just completely no you wouldn't have been able you you would have thought that he was wearing a suit and jacket like a sports announcer just complete confidence and poise in what he was saying no no sign of oh my gosh are they looking at me right now nothing nothing like that just yeah how's it going guys you guys have any questions yeah actually 
and they would go and tell us about the history of sumo or some shit. And I actually learned some cool stuff. Like apparently they start pretty early in Japan or, or I'm not I'm not certain it's Japan, but somewhere uh, across the the sea. They start pretty early um, in middle school. Actually, there's like a sumo club as, as early as like 11 and 12. And it was pretty fun. It was pretty cool to watch. He was t- saying the whole time, "All right, guys, just push," because there were there were uh, not guests. There were um, shit, not not panel members. There were like attendees that they were letting sumo wrestle, like the guys that had came down with it. So he's saying, "Just push. No throwing. No nothing. No, we don't want people to get hurt. We want to be able to come back next year." I understood that. That was cool. When I was watching, there was a girl that was sitting in front of me, like a little frail eight-year-old girl, maybe. She was sitting next to her dad. They were wearing matching tie-dye rainbow shirts. She was wearing a little hat, too. I guess she had gotten tired of sitting in the chair. We were right next to the aisle, and she got out of the chair and just sat into the aisle down on the floor next to the chair. At some point, these dudes were sumo wrestling, and they got up to the edge of the ring. And when you get up to the edge of the ring as a sumo wrestler, your thought is, being the one on the outside, you're, you're going to try to twist and make the dude trying to push you out actually go past you and step out before you do. Because if that happens, then you win. Because the first person to step out of the ring loses. So that's your goal at that point. Someone had gotten on the outside, and I guess they turned and threw the other guy out. And he came tumbling so close to that little girl. He came within a, a, a foot of like just f- smushing her and flattening her. And I could tell at that point that she stiffened up and realized that this was not just a show. This was shit that was happening in front of her. And she could have just fucking gotten hurt right there. She went back in the chair and I saw the, I saw the announcer just fucking his heart drop. He, he had blue light neon blue hair or maybe dark neon blue it was bright blue hair and i could see the fucking just exclamations from across the thing even though i'm blind i could just he was probably so fucking relieved that that little girl was okay i mean jeez close calls talk about after that i went to the artist alley bought some prints and stuff i got something for julian Got a lot of stuff for myself. Got some buttons and stuff. Went back. We ended up getting sushi. We we walked around, walked to the sushi place, and it was pretty good. It's definitely no place that I'll ever go to eat sushi again, but I was in Dallas. I walked there. It wasn't that bad. It was, uh, what was it called? It was called Sushi uh, in Dallas. Uh, I give it a six, honestly. Definitely had better. Sasa Sushi, Hana Sushi. The, f- the fucking classic um, Thai Square sushi. All goaded. Go to those places first. This place was alright. We walk back and it's almost time. It's almost time for the dance. The, the next party, Saturday. This is our second chance. I realize I've said and a lot. I, I hope that doesn't uh, ring out to y'all as clearly as it does to me every fucking time I say it. Anyway... Let's try a new transitional phrase. Anyway, this was the this was the second chance to have a good good party, to have a good dance, to have, to make a good memory like that, like I did the first anime Dallas. 
So I was pretty I was pretty amped to to go do it, but no one else was. I was laying down on the bed, we were all chilling. We were all pretty fucked up already, but we were all chilling. I kept saying, "Let's go down. Let's go down. Let's go check it out. If it's bad, we can come back up." No one was feeling it, bro. No one was feeling it. Kevin said, "Man, you go down there. If it's good, we'll come down." So eventually, I worked up the courage or not not really the courage. I just worked up the the gumption to get up. Gumption and courage are the same thing. I just, I stopped being lazy and got up. That's what it was. I stopped being, uh, uh, from drinking and smoking and got up. I went down. It was pretty cool, man. There were a lot of people. I FaceTimed Kevin. I showed them. I proved that everybody was there. They came down. They came down for all of two seconds, dude. Ricardo wasn't feeling it. They were trying to go back up. Kevin was the only one with the room key, and it kind of, I couldn't tell, honestly. It kind of felt like Kevin wanted to stay because it, we could have had a good time. I honestly believe me and Kevin together would have had a great time down there. We we vibe off each other. We can both lean into it and have a good time, and there were a lot of people down there, so I think it, it would have been fun, but he also was the only one with the room key. He had to take them back up, so it was kind of like the end of a movie where I just I told him, do what you must. And then he turned and went. And I turned and went into the crowd. And I stayed there until it was over. It maybe got there at like 11. I stayed there until the end by myself. And it was fun. I took a picture with with another random person. At a, at a Akon, I took a picture with Chef from South Park. Uh, this Anime Dallas, I took a picture f- with the the guy from Daft. Daft Punk. I don't know either of their names. It was the orange one. The picture is very blurry and very unclear, but I think that just adds to the general uh, emotion behind the image. <laughs> it was pretty fun. I had a great night. And then when I got back, they were still chilling. Chilled up there for a minute. Went back to my room. Watched SpongeBob until I went to sleep. Good night. Really can't complain. Sunday I woke up. There was uh well oh I'm sorry there one thing I want to talk about the con there's like a general sense of everybody's having a great time everybody's there just to fuck around it's it's one of the only places where you can like just run into a group of people and kind of instantly not be friends with them but be friendly towards them or at least that's the way I feel like when we were we we were getting on the elevator at some point I think before the the dance just just getting ready and stuff. It was me, Ricardo, and Johnny. We get on, and there's six dudes already on the elevator, and there's no buttons pressed. <laughs> so <laughs> and there, there was something weird going on. We press uh, 15 or 17, whichever button, for the room we were going to. And Ricardo asked them, he asked them three times, what button you want? What, what room you going to? What do you want me to press? And finally one of them goes, uh, I don't know, dude, the top floor. <laughs> So he he hits 26 because that's the highest one, and we get off, and and as, as on our way up we're talking they're talking about going to see the roof or whatever, and I don't know that, that there's a roof access, but we get off on our floor, go to our room, get all the stuff, whatever we're doing. We we didn't rush, but we also didn't take our dilly dally. We got back to the elevator, and when we open it to go down, we get on the elevator with the same six dudes, and. When 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 they open the door, they're not saying anything. No one's really saying anything. Then I step on the elevator and I go, 
hey and they all without even hesitating go hey and that's kind of what i mean like just that in the, just that one moment of hey we saw y'all a second ago that was way more hype than it needed to be and it's just because we're all on vacation and we're all down to have a good time and then we we talked about him uh, for a second about y'all finna go to the dance later. Ah oh, nah, bro. We were seeing about blah 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 blah. Ah oh, we'll do blah, blah 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 and just you know bullshitting. I don't give a fuck what they're really about to say, but low key they seem like cool dudes. So I mean, why not talk to them? So that that shit's just always pretty cool. But Sunday I woke up, kind of just chilling. We had to check out by eleven, kind of early. I feel like. But I wasn't in a hurry. I wasn't moving around too much. I really didn't feel good, if I'm being honest. I got up once with the intention of throwing up, if I'm if I'll be honest with you. But I just burped a little bit and peed, sat back down. Then Michael finally started nagging at me at like ten o'clock. He said, Your time to shower is running out. Like, dude, there's another hour. Get off my ass. But I got up and as soon as I stood up, I was not feeling good. I, uh, I w- my head was kind of spinning around before that, and it hit me when I stood up. I went into the bathroom. Something wasn't right. I wasn't feeling great. And I already know the question on everyone's minds. It was definitely the question on my mind going into this weekend. Is Sean going to throw up? And is Sean going to get thrown up on? And sadly, the answer to both of these questions was yes for this weekend. And the culprit was me. I threw up, and I threw up on myself. I, um, like an amateur, when I did start to spew chunks in the restroom, I tried to, like, stop it up. (laughs) I tried to cover my mouth and, like, hold it in like I could, no, I'm not going to throw up. But that was not great because it just, like... It was like a sprinkler head. That shit just fucking bleh, just sprayed everywhere in spite of my hand. It's like when you're, it's like when you when you're at the sink and you're trying to wash a spoon. You don't think about how the water is about to hit that shit. It just fucking sprays everywhere. Same fucking concept. The the, the vomit goes everywhere and it's orange and it's it's pretty much the same color that I had to spray my hair for the Ichigo shit. Which is weird to think about. I think it's because I ate a, a bag of hot Cheetos the night before. That must have been it. But it was orange. It was everywhere. It was all over me. But I was pretty much naked just in my underwear. It's Michael in the hotel room. I'm I'm not modest about anything. I, I, nothing got stained. Nothing got ruined. It was just very dirty. So I was glad that I hadn't taken a shower up to this point. I went ahead and take and took one now because I needed to. And... Yeah, that was a lot. It it sucked. I don't know why I threw up the day after. That doesn't really make sense. I don't know I don't know that I felt a whole lot better after that either, but hey, body knows what's best, I guess. So I took a shower and it was all over the counter and stuff. So I had wiped that off because there was still stuff on the counter. And there was there was still a, l- a little bit of a mess. Um, I wasn't really worried about it. I finished packing up all my stuff and I was getting ready to leave. And then Michael walks by and he said, all right, I'm going to go, I guess I'll have to go check out the room while you finish cleaning that shit up. And I look at him, I look at him and I say, finish cleaning what up? He points to the vomit. And 
honestly, I may be wrong about this. I, I mean, from the way he acted, I might be. But I, I did not really, th- I was not planning on cleaning that shit up because there are maids. Like, I get that that sucks that they have to clean that up. But that is their job. That's what they get paid to do. So I was not really tripping on it. I had cleaned some of it up, but there was a little bit more. And it's not like they give you paper towels and 409. All I had was the hotel towels and sheets to fucking wipe that stuff up. So it was really just making another different kind of mess for them to have to wash instead. Where they could just use paper towels, 409, whatever the fuck they have that they're not giving us. We have like... Single ply tissue paper. That's all we have to clean up this shit uh, as far as disposables go. But anyways, I I was not planning on cleaning this shit up. And when I told Michael this, the look he gave me really surprised me. And if it was anyone else other than Michael, I might have felt judged the look he gave me. Just the disgust on his face and like I was like sub uh, a human based on what I was planning on doing, leaving that mess there. And so he just stared at me for a second and then said, dude, you got to clean that up. Like, it's wrong. What? what? Like, you can't just leave that type shit. And so I just kind of lazily wiped the shit up with the towel and shoved it in the corner so he'd fuck off. But I just thought it was crazy. He walked out the door after he said that. And then I cleaned it up. And as I was cleaning it up, I was just thinking, that's crazy. That Michael would judge me so harshly for leaving vomit in a bathroom, uh, you know, on the floor, a little bit on the toilet seat for a maid who's paid to clean it up, to clean it up. A cleaning lady, maid, whatever term you want to use. It really doesn't matter. It's the same job. uh, To clean up. It's so crazy that he would judge me so harshly for that. When this is the same motherfucker who was at one of our... uh, we We were hanging out at someone's house, and he smoked too much, ate too many hot Cheetos, went into their bathroom, came out, laid on the ground for five minutes, then left, and left it for us to find that he had thrown up into his toilet, filled it to the fucking brim with throw up and toilet water because it was clogged, and just fucking left. And this is the same motherfucker who was staring at me like I was less than a fucking human two, two minutes ago. Before he walked out of the room. I just thought that that shit was fucking insane, bro. That's... uh, uh, Maybe he forgot, but I swear none of us fucking have. I know goddamn well uh, the guy that had to clean that shit up did not forget. And the guy whose house that was probably did not fucking forget. But um, now Michael's high and mighty, I guess. I don't know. But like I said, if it was anyone else looking at me like that, I might have felt judged. But Michael, I kind of just, really? Whatever, bro. <laughs> Whatever you want to think. Um, he left, checked the room out. I left, had to get all my stuff out. And I'm not going to lie, I just fucking cracked the mask again trying to get it home. There was just nowhere for me to put it. It's very fragile. Uh, the back part of it sm- cracked off. And it was kind of funny the way it did because I was trying to get out the door. I had my hands full with my suitcase, some stuff piled on top of it. The uh, the mask started falling and I caught it with my knee against the wall as my suitcase is in my hand as I'm trying to open the door. So I'm holding the door open with one leg, knee is against the wall, holding the mask up with the, the other leg. 
and I, I'm thinking about what is the best way to do this so that nothing gets fucked up and I don't have to put anything down. So I let the mask drop to the floor, floor with my right leg, and I think it's cool, so I, I move away from the door to start try to pick up the mask from the floor with my, I uh, move my other leg, so the door starts to close, and then I realize all too late, the mask is in the door's pathway, and so I just have to sit there and watch the door just snap the fucking, the, the back piece off the mask that I had worked so hard to reattach the previous day, in a different place, by the way, not the same snap, different snap, worse, and I'm probably not going to fix it at this point, I'm just going to leave it like it is, and it'll be a, a, a memento to this weekend, but I kind of just took that L in, picked my shit up, started walking. I walked out of, out of the hotel, walked across the street to the parking lot. Then I realized that is not the parking lot that I parked in. That's a different parking lot, and I don't know where my parking lot is. So I, I walk around a little bit more, walk around a little bit more uh, for maybe 20 minutes before I think to look at my fucking parked car on the Apple Maps. And in this time, I've taken one of the extra coats that I packed, and I put it on. Because it was falling off of my stack of shit, and I thought it would be easier, and I didn't have that far to walk, and I thought it was going to be cold today, too, so I'd also worn an extra pair of sweatpants under my regular pants. It was getting to like 50, 55 with the sun out, and I was walking around for 20 minutes wearing my big puffer fucking bleach jacket, another jacket, then a shirt, and two pairs of pants. I was fucking sweating, dude. I was dying. It was not good. I finally got a sense of direction, found where I needed to go, put my shit up. And uh, this was the third moment out of three at this convention where I could have given up. The first moment was when my mask got fucked up. I could have just given up there and sat in a room, had, had a meh day. I fixed my mask, went out, had a good time, and, and forgot about it, right? The second time I could have given up, could have not gone back down to the party. Could have not gone down in the first place, and I could have not stayed when everybody left. I said, fuck it. I'm going to do what I want to do and have a good-ass time. So that's the second time I chose not to give up, chose to have a good time. This is the third time that I was presented with that option this weekend. I was sweaty. I was pissed. I It took me like 30 minutes to get to this parking spot, probably, to find it and shit. And to get all my shit set down, my hands full. My arms were sore when I got home from carrying all that shit for so long. And I was sitting in my car just thinking, I could go home right now. 20 minutes, I'm done. I get to chill. Don't have to think about any of this shit anymore. And I sat there and thought about it. But I realized that I wanted prints. I wanted more stuff from the artist alley. There wasn't any panel that I wanted to go to, but I wanted to go buy more shit. And this was the only opportunity I'm going to have for at least like the next six, seven months to do that. So I uh, sucked it up, took one of the pairs of pants off, took both of my jackets off, walked back up to the hotel and walked around. And I got some pretty cool shit, man. I'm pretty happy with it. Got a lot of cool buttons. I got some cool Wiz Yakuza prints that I've been, I've followed them on Instagram for a long time. I got a, an Attack on Titan one that shows all nine Titans, um, and then the the cool thing about these prints is they're lenticular and like which means kind of 3D. If you look at them a different way, the image changes, and they're pretty high quality. So it shows all nine Titans, their faces, and then their forms, what Titan they are. And then I got one that's um, it's if you look at it one way, it's Sasuke, another way it's Madara, and another way it's Itachi. It's three ways, and they're it's all with them with their um, 
Susanos in the background. It's so badass. And then I got one from Jonathan for Christmas. I got him uh, a My Hero Academia one that has Deku, Todoroki, and Bakugo on it. Just the the three of them changing. It's pretty cool, man. I got some other cool prints, some Bleach ones. I got a cool X-Men one. Um, Kingdom Hearts. No, I did not get a Kingdom Hearts print this year. Damn, that sucks. I think I got a Kingdom Hearts pin, though. I got a Roxas one. All in all, I had a pretty great weekend. It was not the great weekend that I was maybe expecting or hoping for. Uh, definitely, if I'm ranking my appearances at Anime Cons, this is the third out of three. But it was still a good weekend. I got away from everything, and it, that's what really matters, is just to kind of escape from real life for a second. And maybe that's why I was so bummed on Sunday when I had to come back. I just... The uncertainty of future and everything that goes along with that. But that's okay because the future is in the future, man. And that's really what I have to tell myself. It's not right now. Uh, I'm doing stuff to combat it, to plan for it. And I'm I'm pretty much doing all I can right now. So as long as I can say that, that's, 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 a, that's not a bad spot to be. But I got back Sunday. And Eileen took me out to dinner. It was really nice. We went to that Mexican place again, Cuquitas, I think. I might have said that wrong. Somebody just laughed at me. It is what it is. We went back. I was thinking about getting the chilaquiles this time. Um, but but I, I didn't want to get them again. And plus, I'll probably get that whenever we go with Aiden. So I decided I was going to get the enchiladas, chicken enchiladas. And, you know, normally when you ask someone what they're going to eat, they, they say it. So you, hey, what are you gonna eat? Oh, I'm gonna get the the chicken tacos. All right, cool. That sounds good. Eileen asked what I was gonna eat, and and then I told her I was I'm gonna get the enchiladas. She said, All right. So for the enchiladas, you could get a uh, chicken, cheese, or beef. So I said, Well, I'll probably get chicken. She said, Oh, okay. Uh, green sauce or red sauce? I said, Ah, what what do you get? She said, oh, I'm more of a green sauce for chicken type of person. I'm like, Okay, so I guess that's what I'll get. And I sat there and thought about it for a second. Why she asked me that way? Because it felt very uh, interview-like, like an interrogation. And then I asked her, I said, are you just going to order for me? <laughs> Is that what's going on here? She laughed and said, yep, it's going to make it a lot easier. It's going to go a lot faster. So this time, I don't know that I even spoke to the waitress at all. I, I said thank you, of course, but I don't know that it was necessary. Um, Eileen handled the whole thing, and... I shit, I'm not complaining. The food came out and it was great. The chips and salsa were good too and it was it was really nice. Just nice to um have that waiting for me, I guess, when I come back from Anime Dallas just to be able to go out and get dinner and have a good time with her. It was pretty cool. The, um and yeah, that was it. That that that's the podcast. <laughs> Going on an hour and fucking 15 here, but yeah, I had a great, great week, great weekend, and I guess the um, the takeaway here is, hey, sometimes you're going to feel bad, man. For me, it's a cycle. I feel like I'll be good and good, good, and then for two or three, maybe a week, two or three days, maybe a week, I'll just be in the dumps over something. If it's not one thing, I'll make it another, I and I, and I know that I'm that way, but that's just um that's how it's been for me so, so you're going to have good I, I and I and I hate speaking at saying you because I don't like to I, I get that everyone's experience is like their own experience their own perspective 
for me, there are going to be cycles where I'm sad, and then I'm going to get over it. It's that's it's going to happen. I'm going to get out of it. And that's just really what I have to remember when I'm feeling down. So if you're that way too, maybe think about it that way. Um, another thing I would say is find find your your energy. Find what recharges you. For me, it's podcasts. To, hearing that someone else has felt this way, has uh, overcome that, and gone on to do better shit. Hearing about that always makes me feel better, man. Hearing about Bill Burr's old warehouse job. Hearing uh, Jay Shetty tell me it's it's okay to be stressed about this shit. And here's some things you can do to manage that a little bit. It's uh, reassuring and very nice. So I suggest that too. Just finding your comfort content. Uh, Eileen's is Game Grumps. Mine is Good Mythical Morning. Everybody has something that they can find that speaks to them as a person. And there's so much shit out there. There's so much content now that there's no way that there's not something that you like. If it's not a video or YouTube, it might be books. It might be uh, a game or or something. It might be music. Who knows? But there's got to be something. So if you are in disarray, if you're in distress, you need to calm down. I suggest looking to to something that you know is um, comforting and calming and um, something that you're not natural with. Why is that coming to mind? Something you're very familiar with and you don't have to think a lot about. Another thing I'll do is watch old shows. But at this point, it's an hour 17. I don't want to keep you any longer. I do want you to have a great week, though. And um, if you made it this far, really, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Episode 89, we're going to hit 100. 11 weeks. That sounds like a long time saying it, but the way these episodes just seem to come at me back and forth, back and forth, it's going to be here in no time. So episode 89 going out on a Monday. Sorry, I just I wasn't in the mood for it yesterday. Had to get into it. And I'm glad that I did because it it feels a lot better today. So have a great week. Take it easy. Um, Take care of yourself. Okay, later.